live event. Okay, your event is starting. And we're live. Hello and welcome. It is Sunday, the 15th of October, and this is the Snappy Tech Podcast, episode number 16. I'm going to quickly post up links and we'll be good to go. There's the Facebook, there's the Twitter. I need to do the Snapchat. It's been a busy week. I'll explain in a second. Hang on. Oh, no, I accidentally. No, come back. What have I done? No. Hang on. Wait for it. Wait for it. I lost the link. What have I done? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. That was silly of me. I done goofed. Hang on a second. Let me. Wow, that was that was silly of me. It was going so well. And then, oops. Let me up. This is a, I'm, I'm a genius, just in case you hadn't noticed. That's live, come on. That's better. And it is out on Snapchat, and I am all yours. What is up, guys? How you doing? We've got an interesting week of tech news. Apparently, everyone has been stalking you. Um, everyone from OnePlus to Sam, not Samsung, from OnePlus to Google to everyone in between. However, first of all, we are happy to announce that the Google acquiring Apple was fake news earlier this week because in fact snappy tech are happy to announce that we will in fact be buying apple so yeah snappy tech now owns apple and we're just gonna we're just gonna shut down the phone department we don't we don't need those guys however on a serious note we have tech news we're gonna talk about it things happened and we're gonna start off with something different because it's not news in the world of tech but it's news in the world of me um we were lucky enough, Conquer were kind enough, uh, let me, I can show that side. So this is the back of their card. Hey, look, it says Conquer on it. They were kind enough to send me a phone to review. This is the review unit. This is actually the second phone they sent me. The first one had a faulty battery. It was an X display unit they sent me by accident. This one, however, works perfectly fine. Uh, it arrived yesterday. I've been using it all day today. As you can tell, it's designed to not break. It is massive. As a size comparison, let me just. This is it next to my S7 Edge. Uh, how's the? I need to like back out. That is the size difference. If you if you can't if you're watching the audio version of this, it is bigger than my S7 Edge. Um, but the S7 Edge has a five and a half inch display, and the Conquer ST5 has a five inch display, hence ST5. Um, but yeah, so thanks to those guys for sending it over for us to review. That is currently being worked on. This thing is built like a beast. Like it is, it is tankish in its construction. Comes with a pre-installed screen protector, which is always good. And yeah, it's in like yellow and black, which uh, makes me feel like I could like hammer in a nail with this or something. I'm sure it could handle basically anything. Yeah, there's a full review coming up on this soon. Probably going to take a couple of weeks. And after that, we have a really fun video planned with this. It isn't just a generic review. It's going to be a strength test. Um, but it's going to be more fun than a normal one. It's going to be great. So thank you to Conquer for sending this phone out and for practically writing it off because we might destroy it. Um, and by might, I mean most probably will. However, we're going to do a lot. We're going to have a lot of fun doing it. So. Let's get into this week's tech news. There has been... There are fireworks going on outside. That's really bizarre. Is there a reason? That's really odd. I wasn't expecting that. Huh. Interesting. So, anyway. Into the tech news. That was, I, I wasn't expecting that at all. It's just kind of... I noticed that. I was like, oh, that's a firework. Can you guys hear it? I can see it going up on my levels. I can see it. Hang on. There's um, there's a window behind me. Let me uh, actually, no, it'll be fine. It'll shut up in a second. I hope. We'll see. If it's still going in a minute, then I'll uh, I'll shut it off. If not, then we should be good. Um, let me just check my audio real quick. Make sure we're all good. I think we are. Yeah, we are. Perfect. Okie dokie. <clears throat> so tech news it's been an interesting week um 
let's start with one of the more peculiar news stories, uh, that's for sure, which is that Israel hacked into Kaspersky, uh, Kaspersky being a popular antivirus software. Um, so, is, so it was hacked into by the Israeli intelligence community. Um, it was then hacked into by the Russian intelligence community. And Israel just sat back and watched. They literally just watched Russia use Kaspersky as like a database to find intelligence. And then, you know, after a little bit, told the US intelligence, the NSA in this case, they went, hey guys, uh, by the way, you might not want to use Kaspersky in your in your stuff. So it's antivirus, and basically what it does is... As part of being an antivirus, it will scan everything. And as part of scanning it, it needs the file name. And so it means if you know what you're looking for, and in the case of the NSA, they had their work computers, which had Kaspersky on them. If you knew the name of a American project, for example, I don't know, like Project Indigo or something, I don't know, and that happened to be their nuclear tests, I don't know, then you could type in Project Indigo into the Kaspersky um, backdoor, and then it would bring up all the files, and it was it was, it was the ultimate backdoor. It was full-on, a little bit scary. They had... Uh, I just find it amusing that Israel is one of the countries with the, the most... What's what I'm looking for? most advanced, I think it's safe to say, uh, cyber team, right? They are they are one of the best when it comes to cyber security, and I just love how they hacked into Kaspersky before Russia got a chance to, and then just sat back and watched. Like, they were in there for a while, and people barely, and the Kaspersky themselves didn't actually notice until way too far into it, and then you know, at that point, they went, oh, by the way, Russia have been doing this thing. We know we're here, but we've just been looking around. We've just been a bit nosy. They've been, uh, done goofing. Yeah, hang on a second. I've just realised the... the image is displaying wrong. Oh, no. That's an issue. Ah, it'll be fine. Or will it? Let's, let's get this fixed. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I've had a busy day today. I've been at um, Rockingham all day. So if you're not from the UK, or maybe you are from the UK and you still have no idea, I wouldn't blame you. Rockingham is a race circuit that was um, that was built for... Oh, wait, did I click the wrong one? I did. I see. That was my bad. I want to say, yeah, so Rockingham was a racetrack that was built very much to suit NASCAR, basically. It's a massive oval with a bit in the middle if you want to run anything apart from NASCAR. And it was built for £70 million back in 2001. The only issue being uh, no one ever turned up. So it has 61,000 seats. Very few people ever actually go there. It costs a lot of money. They've gone bust like five times or something like that. However, you can occasionally go and it's cheap to drive around. So we were there today. We actually, it's a two hour drive from our house. So I've been up since about half past six this morning. We were in the car at about half past seven. Two hour drive there. We've ended four track sessions whilst there. I mean, it was another two hour drive back. I only got home like 40 minutes ago. It has been a crazy day. And um, to be fair, actually, this phone has done really well. The the this uh, the Conquer phone, the rugged device, actually has a 4,000 milliamp hour battery, which is crazy. This phone's currently 58%. I did charge it a little bit during the day, but I'd been on it more or less non-stop. Uh, because, you know, I'm testing it in prep for the review. Um, actually... On the subject of in-prep for the review, I'll uh, give you guys a bit of insider knowledge. Part of what I want to do is I want to have... Um, I, I want to have 
some jokes in the review that won't make sense unless I play a bit of Candy Crush. And it just slightly saddens me that I have to play Candy Crush. Because I, I want to I do a joke where I talk about the gaming capabilities of this device. And I'm like, you can play Candy Crush and Candy Crush Jelly and Candy Crush Soda. And it runs all three perfectly. I think those are the actual ones. I, I, I actually know my Candy Crush games. Go me. Those are the actual... Fr- oh my god. But yeah, well... <laughs> so I've, I've been playing a bit of Candy Crush because I don't want to be on like the first level. Yeah, you know, like when I'm getting the B-roll. I don't want to be that guy who's just on the f- who like clearly just loaded it up. Um, Paul points out, actually, this is a good time for me to plug... Uh, thanks, Paul, for the reminder to plug my Snapchat. Go add me on Snapchat. There's a link in the description. Uh, snpy.tech slash Snapchat. If you want to add me, it's g underscore chat. Go do it. Um, I was vlogging the entire day. There was some uh, some good stuff, some bad stuff. Mostly good stuff. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was... Uh, let me Let me pull it up here. So we got, um, you know, this is, let me, uh, oh, hang on. Hang on. There it is. Oh, Rockingham, blah, blah, blah. Things, excitement, cars. It is, you can tell, oh, hang on, I think I've gone too far. Let's go, am I going the right way? I'm not sure I am. Wait for it. There we are. So if you look out, if you look at the stands, oh, two of me in one picture. You can tell this is full NASCAR. It's um, yeah, but um, it was it was a lot of fun. We had a bunch of sessions. If you want to see like three minutes worth of us driving around a racetrack in very shaky camera footage that's put on Snapchat, go add me on there. I then had to get a Starbucks, and I feel so basic. Um, I've still not gotten over it. You know what? If you are watching the video version, here is the Snapcut. Oh, hang on, let's stick this in focus. Dun dun dun! Can we make this happen? Let's see. Controller. Oh, man! Oh, look at that! I think that's worked. I can't quite tell. We'll see. Uh, if not, there's a link in the description. Go, go, do that. Let's uh, fix that. Oh God! What is the carbon of a color of it? Oh no! Hang on. Let's. Oh, what has it done? The white balance has just died on me. It's gotten confused. Wait for it. Oh, that's better. I actually look alive. That was that was an interesting bit of white balance there. <clears throat> uh, should I be admitting to knowing my Candy Crush? No, I shouldn't. That is um, that is yeah. I've only actually been playing one of them um so far because you know I I played like the first like four levels or something, um. But yeah, I've, I've, I'm going to get to like level 15-ish, I reckon, on each one, and then that joke will work. Yes, yes, I am a nerd. Thank you for that reminder, Elizabeth, just in case I needed it. Um, and yes, Paul, thank you for validating her, because that's that's just what we needed. Thanks to thanks to all of you. Yeah, look alive. I don't feel alive. I'm I'm dead on the inside. But as long as I look alive, that's fine. <coughs> Oh god, it's done it again. What is it? What is wrong with this thing? I've uh, hang on, wait. Let me. Oopsies, that was embarrassing. Let me uh, hang on. You know what? It's good enough. I don't care. I I look less pale than I should. Or I should say, I look more pale than I should. But I will live. Right. So, uh, Kaspersky is covered. Yeah, it's it's just interesting in the sense that, you know, we've got hackers hacking into other hackers hacking into the US and the US had no idea what was going on. Um something I do want to talk about actually, um, because this is a story that has developed quite recently. There was a tweet about it I saw just as I was about to go live. Let me uh, let me go grab the tweet real quick as well. Uh Let me grab this. 
why is this so tw oh there it is oh it was a gizmodo article that went live seven minutes ago here we are so uh if if you're a owner of a oneplus phone you may be aware of the fact that it was recently discovered but it is just tracking everything you do just straight up like they just know this was a article that let me pull it up oopsies let's pull this up those are show notes that is the apology this is the original chris's security and tech blog uh chris moore first point this out back in january was um when this post was initially written However, only recently picked up traction. Uh, this was with OnePlus 2. It's been the same with every phone. Apparently, he'd been going in to do some security stuff, to do some cracking, to show how vulnerable the device is, or how vulnerable uh, their, the, what was a new version of Android at the time was. And they went in, he went in, and found out that something was a bit weird. Something For, for whatever reason, the phone was sending requests to open.oneplus.net which seemed a bit weird so he dug deeper and it turns out that they've just been sort of getting all of your information so initially it started off with a timestamp stuff which and it looked relatively reasonable so there was a timestamp which was just milliseconds from the unix epoch which is what most timestamps are in uh, it's how most clocks work. It just counts milliseconds from January 1st, 1970, if I recall correctly, um, which is fine. It was weird because it had, you know, a normal reboot. Fair enough. You know, your phone randomly restarted. But then it had things like screen on and off and unlock, which was really weird. And it was also really weird because if you look at the ID field, you'd find that it's a phone's serial number. So it was not only sending the serial number, but what was happening, which meant everything was identifiable. It wasn't even randomized. And then he dug deeper. Then he found that there was information on everything from MAC addresses to the IMEI of the device to when the device was charging. He got full time to that. Things like SSIDs for Wi-Fi hotspots. If he's connected to the internet, he'd get you could see the SSID, the phone's serial number, everything from the time the applications were open and closed. So it would say, oh, at this time he opened Slack, at this time he closed Slack. And then on certain apps, it got deeper still. Things like with settings, settings is a app that OnePlus had some sense of control over and were able to look at the activities within so they could see what setting you were in specifically, doing what at what time. And then that's the kind of thing that also works with Chrome so they could see what you were doing within Chrome at any given time. And again, they had all of that information timestamped with your device ID on it. And it's a bit creepy and it's a bit scary. So he went to OnePlus support. They just said reset your device like that would help. Now it's worth mentioning this is not the same as the standard uh, analytics data that can be turned off. This, is, this would happen regardless of that and was happening in secret. Um, they recommend doing a hard reset. Uh, people eventually found out that it was actually an app called the OnePlus Analytics Job Service. It wasn't an app, it was a service, I should say. And you could actually disable the service, and by disabling it, that wouldn't happen anymore. And then by going in via ADB, you could actually go in and disable it permanently, which is something you should never really have to do. However, in the last seven minutes, uh, the thing that is important is that OnePlus has admitted they screwed up. They admitted they were snooping on users and they have said they will tweak their data collection program, which to me isn't good enough. As far as I'm concerned, it's a little bit late. When they have your IMEI number, your serial number, your phone number, your MAC addresses, your mobile network name, your mo wireless network data, they have all of this information on you. And then you don't even know. Like, it's just bizarre. Now, OnePlus stated if you opt out of the user experience program, your usage analytics will not be tied to your device information, which is 
slightly better, I guess. But it's still a lot a bit creepy. Uh, they have been very strict in saying that it hasn't been shared with outside parties. Meaning the only people that have that information is OnePlus themselves. But hypothetically, there's nothing stopping them from doing it. Um, they've also stated that they'll stop collecting telephone numbers, MAC addresses and Wi-Fi information by the end of the month. Which is important because why were they collecting it in the first place? Like, that's the kind of information you don't really need. And it's just... It just seems a bit shady. Now, here's the thing. This isn't something that I found shocking, right? It was the kind of thing that I expected to some extent. Um, Hang on. Oh, I'll, I'll come back to... Hang on, there was a comment. I'll come back to that in a second, Paul. Um, it was something I expected to some extent... Um, not necessarily from OnePlus, however. Now, Chinese manufacturers are known for being a wee bit dodgy, if we're honest. Who knows what those guys are doing? They could be doing absolutely anything with all your information, as was proven by Lenovo with their laptops. They were collecting all that information. Um, but it's it's just... It's just bizarre, isn't it? Like, I... It's not that I didn't think it was impossible. I just didn't think it was saying that people were doing. Um, but apparently it is. So, what are we to do? What do you, what do you guys think? Is it creepy? Is it weird? Is it, it's definitely not normal, right? To some extent. Um, Paul mentioning in the comments, OnePlus, give me a phone and I'll forget about it. Winky face. Um... You do recall correctly, except it's seconds, not milliseconds. No, it's definitely milliseconds. Uh, in Unix, at least. Uh, in Linux, sorry. Uh, I think it depends on the... Uh, let me check. Oh, no, you are right, it is seconds. Uh, hang on a second. Yeah, it seems to be seconds. Huh, weird. Fair enough. It might be different depending on the implementation, I assume, which is really bizarre. Um, let me see what this says. I'm on the... So it's, it is possible, for, so some do use milliseconds, it depends on your implementation, so in, on Android in terms of uh, Oxygen OS they were using milliseconds, most implementations of things like Linux and Windows will use just seconds, um, which is why, um, it's actually the reason I'm aware of this is because if you were to get the, uh, you can get a clock calculator, a clock corrector, sorry, it would correct your phone uh, in accordance with the atomic clock to within um, if your device is rooted it was within the millisecond I believe so it is milliseconds for uh, mobile phones at least it, it might be different depending on the device but I know that for mobile phones for example it is milliseconds because if it's rooted it can do it to the millisecond and if it's not rooted then it can do it to the half second because it would um it needs root. It needed root access to set the time any further than one second, I believe. Um, let me uh let me find it. Yeah, Clock Sync is the name of the app. Let me uh let me pull it up. Yeah, let's see what it says. Installing Clock Sync. I should probably be installing this on the rugged phone as opposed to one that's. Got a ruined screen. Um, close. Yeah, so this this does it to the millisecond, um, as you can see there. And then if I hit synchronize, oh, not update time. If I hit synchronize, it will get slightly closer. 
as you can see. Uh, this doesn't have root access currently, so if I give it root access, oh no, that's not what I meant. Hang on, let's pull this up. Oh no, I accidentally denied it. Oh, why is everything live so difficult? Um, wait, Magisk. Not right now. Oh, there's an updated version of Magisk. Interesting. I'll handle that in a second. Oh, apparently not, because it just crashed. Okay, I'll handle it later. Um, point being, if it's rooted, you can get it to a millisecond, which is all well and good. It depends on the implementation, blah, 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 fun stuff. Um, but, oops, uh, hang on, that's on a minute. Um, let's see here. Uh, Paul is off. Okay, um, I will talk to you later, Paul. See you later. Thanks for dropping by. Um, Noodles is behind my script. Hang on, let's see if we can... Let's see if this works. So if I do this, and then... Noodles is like... Look. My cat is hiding behind... You might be able to... Yeah, you, you might want to... This is a really visual episode. You might want to watch the video for this. Um, my cat is currently behind my screen which is really bizarre let's set this light back up Ooh, that's better that is really odd i'm not sure what he's he's just he's just back there thanks noodles for being supportive i guess hmm bizarre yeah, the, the, the crazy thing is there seems to be no way of disabling this without uh, disabling this permanently, I should say, without rooting the phone. Um, you'd other, you'd otherwise need something like a VPN enabled that blocks access. Let me just drop this webcam a bit. You'd need a VPN that blocks access to open.oneplus.net so that it can't communicate. Um, it's really bizarre. Um, as TechCrunch noted, the opt-out provision doesn't actually appear to stop the data collection, but simply removes tags linking the data to a specific device, which means it's kind of bizarre for OnePlus because regardless of what they do, they're still collecting your... Regardless of what you do, I should say, they're still collecting your data. They still know everything about you, and it's a little bit creepy. And by a little bit, I mean a lot of it. I'm going to fix this color temperature because it's creeping me out again because it's making me look super pale. Like not not even regular pale, just like so pale it's unreal. That's better. Oh, look at me. I've got a bit of color on my face. Isn't that better? Oh. That is wait, hang on to me. Let me Oh, that is so much better. I've got at least a little bit of color on my face. Let's put that back. That's better. Now I look like a normal human being. Cool. This is a really visual heavy episode. So if you are if you are listening to this uh, on your drive to work or your train journey or whatever, I highly recommend going over to YouTube and watching the video version. It's it's not usually this visual heavy. Um, it's just been it's just been one of those episodes, I guess, with a lot going on visually. So, from one thing tracking you to another thing tracking you, but maybe more accidentally than the first one, Google has had to disable um, a feature on all of their home minis because they were accidentally stalking people. So first of all, I want to thank Artem from Android Police for being the person pointing this out, the person who realised. He noticed that his review unit of a Google Home Mini seemed to be recording 24-7. Um, so 
um, it is worth noting that this issue was supposedly exclusive to pre-production units. However, the issue seems to be that the there, there was some issue with the capacitive button. So when you went to click it, uh, you, if you don't know, the Google Home Mini has a little thing where if you press on the top of it, it would start listening. However, this wasn't quite set up properly on the Home Mini or at least the pre-production units because it would always be detecting that touch, which meant that you could press and hold or you could talk and it would think it was being pressed and held although it wasn't and it meant that it was constantly listening which is a little bit creepy it was just listening 24 7 it had everything you said on there but so here's the thing it it was an accident on google's front and i'm willing to accept that they were very quick with dealing with the situation they they had someone sent out that evening they replaced they replaced them they replaced the Google Home to take a look at it to see what the issue was. They instantly found that it was an issue with the button accidentally being pressed by some form of phantom touching. And they immediately pushed out an update that disabled that functionality. However, the question is how contained is this? Because it claims... Um, it, it claims to have only been pre-production units... But they shut this down on everything, which is really bizarre, in my opinion, right? They didn't just get the serial numbers of a pre-production units and turn it off on those. They turned it off in all of them, which is just, it just seems a bit odd to me, in my opinion. Like, why they did it for all of them. However, this is something that will be coming up, we would like to hope, in a... Um, in a further update where they just re-enable functionality it was apparently uh, only for happened to the ones given out at the Made by Google event which affected roughly 4,000 home minis and they've said that they've removed all existing activity generated by long pressing the top of a mini from their servers which means if you were recorded, Google has already purged that information, which is useful. Um, interestingly, it states here that um, Google has decided to permanently remove all top touch functionality. Um, Google sending a statement, we take user privacy and product quality concerns very seriously. Although we only received a few reports of this, this issue, we want people to have complete peace of mind while using Google Home Mini. We have made this deci the decision to permanently remove all top touch functionality on the Google Home Mini. As before, the best way to control and activate Google Home Mini is through voice by saying, OK Google or Hey Google which is already how most people engage with our home product. You can still adjust the volume by using the touch control on the side of a device. That's really bizarre. That is really odd. Uh, it's not just for long press to activate Google Assistant that's being permanently banned turned off but also single tap function single tap functionality so play pause stopping alarms and the support page has already been updated let's take a look at that let's pull up the support page this is a massive this is a super quick turnaround um that is crazy so this is this is two very different approaches right one plus have gone, oh, yeah, we kind of shouldn't be doing that. Whereas Google realized that they were doing this thing by accident, immediately got rid of all the data that they said was an accident to assure customers that they weren't being spied on on purpose. And then they went, actually, we can't guarantee that it won't be an issue going forward, which is the bit that confuses me. This is apparently limited to those 4,000. Apparently it wasn't, if they're disabling this permanently, surely it can't have been. 
so yeah, it's a bit odd. It's a bit unexpected. It's um, it's definitely weird. I wasn't expecting that to end that way with a permanent shutdown, but apparently it has. So there you are. If you're worried about your Google Home Mini listening in on you as you speak to it, it won't be. Uh, not accidentally, at least. It will only be listening in on you on purpose. If you want to know what Google has on you, by the way, I highly recommend you go to google.com slash myactivity. I think it is. Let's find out. It is google.com slash myactivity. There you will find everything they have on you, uh, from Google searches to when you opened apps uh, to how long you opened apps for. It is a, a scary amount of information. Um, it is worth noting that you can... Um, what was I going to say? You you can decide um, if you want them to stop saving this information. You can also delete all activity, and then you get everything from location history to device information to um, past... They have a list of your past Google searches, which is a little bit creepy. Actually, that one uh, kind of rubs me the wrong way. And they have everything from your... Where is it? Voice and audio activity. Here it is. Um, and the crazy thing is, now when, when you pull this up, if you do this and then if I... I think there's nothing here. That's a bit... That's weird. So as you can see... And then you can actually get it to play. So you guys won't hear this. But um, I can I can hear... I can hear, so these are from my Google Assistant, so I can hear what the Google Assistant heard. Um, it's got a lot of static, actually. This all has... The right ear is all static, which is really bizarre. But yeah, you can see everything you ever did, and it's a little bit weird. Um... I can tell you can. I love how you can tell some of these are, like, just really random. Like, where'd it go? Here comes that boy. Like, just really random stuff that was said to our Google Assistant. But hey, it's a thing that happened, and now we're here. And again, if you want to check what you have, go to google.com/slash/myactivity as one word. Look at what's there. If you don't like it, you can delete it. That's not an issue. Um, but yeah, just just make sure that they don't have anything that you don't want them having, as such. Um, yeah, location history is a, is the one that I find creepiest of all. Like they know exactly where you were and when, which kind of makes sense if you think about the fact that almost every phone has Google Maps installed. Like you, like I'm not surprised. So if we um. Go to, this is my location history. This is uh, I'm going to regret this, I guarantee you. Um, but let's go to 2015. Uh, uh, what should we go for? August 12th? What did I do August 12th? Oh, I went to Lakeside. I went to, into, I went to a shopping centre and did some shopping. There we go. So this is... Um, I wouldn't have known what I did August 12th without this. So now we know. And then August 27th, I was just at home all day. Interesting. Uh, let's see what we have for... What was my most active day? Can we get a... Wait, hang on. Can we see my... Tri if I click on a place, will it tell me about when I went there? So I hit that, will it? Nope. Not even slightly. Okay. Cool. As you, well, as you saw. Hang on, let's try this one more time. If we hit all time, this is again. This is some really shady stuff. Um, check it. Make sure you're okay with them having this information on you. If you're not okay with it, I guess you're t stuck. Um,
I don't remember this happening. When was this? September 19th. Huh. Oh, no, I do remember this happening. This is when we went to watch uh, the football, uh, the rugby, sorry. See? Yeah, it even gives you, so it'll even tie pictures to the event. Um, it's, it's a crazy level of stalking, I'll be honest. So do be careful with it. Um, make sure there's nothing in there that's a bit weird. So yeah, that's what I was doing September 19th, 2015, just in case you're curious. It is, like, a scary level of stuff. And again, this seems to be a very visual-heavy episode of a podcast. So if you're not watching it, I highly recommend you go to snpy.tech slash YouTube to see the video version of the podcast. Elsewhere, uh, what's the best way to phrase this? Disappointing news, I guess. Um, If you were hoping that Apple's reign of terror would come to a close, uh, Dow Jones Financial Newswire on Tuesday published a headline that says, that said, I should say, Google to buy Apple for $9 billion, which confuses me because it's only $9 billion. Uh, The story supposedly stated that the acquisition had been suggested in the will of Apple co-founder, co-founder, Steve Jobs. Uh, It was only up for about two minutes. Um, However... uh, (laughs) It is worth noting Apple's shares did actually rise in value when that happened. However, they said the news was a technical error, should be ignored, and it was unintentionally published uh, fake news. Uh, how does this happen? So there's there's a similar thing, right? In the UK, there is constant uh, test screenings done in, in case of the Queen's death, right? So the BBC... Uh, constantly, I think it's once a year, if I'm not mistaken, they will practice that story, right? They'll go, okay, we have to pretend the Queen died. How would we run this story if it was to happen right now, right? They have a bunch of stuff that's in place, that's prepared. And I just imagine that, you know, if that... Ac- and I think it did. they did accidentally show that one time, that test was accidentally run as a proper article a couple of years back. But it's, this is that kind of deal, right? It's, it's not on the same level, that's for sure. But it's a similar situation where they've accidentally run something that clearly wasn't for actual running, but was for the sake of being there, I guess. But it was just hilarious. <laughs> it was just crazy, man. The techni- it was a technical error, it should be ignored. Uh, the The... It described the acquisition as a surprise move to everyone who is live and was cl- and claimed to quote Google employees saying, yay. It also said that Google would move into Apple's fancy headquarters, which is their new massive round thing, but the spaceship, I guess. The UFO, if you will. Um... A statement from the firm, which is owned by News Corp, said the headlines were published between 9.34 and 9.36 New York time following a technical error. It's been removed. They apologised. But here's the thing. This is the question I want to put to you guys. Now, it's, it's, there's no doubt here that it was a mistake. It was corrected, whatever. However, if this has been up for a number of hours and it was the kind of thing that wasn't instantly google searchable right if it was if it was some slightly more obscure fake news that stayed up for multiple hours how how much would it have stuck because i i can't help but feel like it might have done right if this was the kind of thing where they said oh did you know that Daniel Radcliffe actually has AIDS, as was suggested in Grimsby. He doesn't actually have AIDS. That was a joke in a movie that is actually really bad. It's it's actually it's not really bad. It's it's one of those it's it's so bad it's good kind of movies. I uh, you you can watch it if you want. It's a little bit weird, and by a little me bit, I mean a lot of bit. Uh, you you might want to watch it. You probably won't. 
go watch the trailer and you'll find out, I guess. But, you know, if it was that kind of thing, I guess that would have also been major news. But, you know, if it was something a bit more low-key, would we have ever known that it was fake? If it was removed after 12 hours, how many people would stand by it as fact, right? There's, you know, there's lots of stuff, like climate change, for example, or deniers of climate change who, like, type in, is climate change real? find the one article that says yes and then swear by it for the rest of their lives. Would it be that kind of thing? I think it would. But I guess we'll never know. (laughs) It was an error. It has been fixed. And perhaps, just maybe, it was the kind of error we all wanted. As a joke. No, no, No one wanted that error. Let's be real. Oh man, I didn't. I forgot to grab some water. So now I'm just really thirsty. Like I can feel the dryness in my mouth. It's the second episode in a row where I'm all by myself. Um, partly due to my hectic week, I have to be up really early tomorrow. It's just a, it's just a crazy time to be me, I guess. Right now, let's uh, let's. You know what? We've got a couple of sad. Let's let's end on a sad note. I have a couple of pieces of sad news I want to talk about. How much is... Oh. I have a couple of pieces of sad news I want to talk about. Not sad because it's sad for the people involved, but sad because it's sad for me. First of all, 60DB, uh, one of my favourite Android apps um, for short segments of listening to podcast material, I guess is the best way of phrasing it, has actually been bought up by Google, um, which congrats to them, right? Google, Google bought them. They're the real winners here. This does report in Android headlines. Uh, Google acquired podcast service 60db, which pulls together and streams short form audio stories to listeners for an undisclosed amount. Um, they said on Wednesday that the business is set to join Google, um, which means that 60db, as much as I love it, it is my favorite app on Android right now, in my opinion. Um, it's closing down on November 10th, which is sad. It was something I really liked for getting short snippets of the news as opposed to listening to a full hour-long podcast. But, you know, it happens. It's sad, but it didn't end there. I thought that was it, and that wasn't it. I then got an email the next day, right? Let me let me pull it up. Uh, let me, let's grab this. So the very next day, I got this email. Um, right, so so imagine this situation. You're you're saddened, but you're also kind of happy because your favorite team are, do, are doing quite well for themselves, right? Your favorite set of developers who've made an app that you really like um, has done a good thing, and they're all well and good. And then the next day, you hear that one of your favorite services called charlie app which would let you do research on people is also being shut down yep this is the email i got on wednesday uh shutting down charlie app um hey i so i got the email from aaron which is the who is the founder aaron frazen the ceo and founder of charlie uh got an email stating that uh they would like to thank thank people for their support over 150,000 people um, tried Charlie app and prepped for over 50 million meetings. Now, how it would work is you would type in someone's name and email address and it would scour the internet um, for things about their company as well as them personally, things that you could relate on, things that you could talk about, things that you could congratulate them about. I found it really useful when I was going into interviews, for example, because it would find all the information, not only about their company, but also about the person I was being interviewed by specifically. And it meant that I went in with a level of knowledge I wouldn't otherwise have had. And I found it really useful. It's an app, uh, it's a website, sorry, that I really enjoyed. However, Charlie is alive and flourishing in another form. Uh, Over the past year, they've tripled in size. um, And it means that they are now putting it into a separate uh, product that is also for 
the sales team, they will have, um, and it says here, dream of a world where reps are actually prepared before they reach out. Um, it sounds really cool. Unfortunately, I just used it for, you know, that kind of job interview kind of situation, right? I don't, I'd only do a couple of searches a month, um, if that there'd be an event and I look, oh, this would be really useful and then I'd do it. So it's kind of sad that it's going away in that capacity, but I'm glad that it's, that it lives on in a better capacity and that hopefully this will be something that's more useful to more people. And I'm glad that they're also doing well, even if it means that one of my favorite websites is also being shut down. On the subject of being shut down, I think this is where we're going to call it a show. I'm just so tired. I can't really talk much. It's been like 50-ish minutes. Um, I'm just going to call it a show there. We're going to cut it a bit short. I'm tired. I need some rest. I've got an early start tomorrow. We talked about some good topics. I need some water, if nothing else. Thank you for joining me. If you want to watch all of our podcasts, go to smpy.tech slash podcast for the audio version or slash YouTube for the video version. They're all on our YouTube channel. Go to slash iTunes if you own an Apple device to get it on iTunes. Go to slash Snapchat to add me on Snapchat. And if you do it within like the next 12-ish hours, you'll see me driving around on a racetrack. Go to slash Twitter to add us on Twitter. Go to slash Facebook to add us on Facebook. And go to slash Instagram to follow me on Instagram. Lots of fun different stuff. Lots of fun things going on. So go do that. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, we are live every Sunday at 8pm British Summertime. Which as of next Sunday is no longer summertime. Or is it the Sunday after? It's the Sunday after. So next Sunday we're on at 8pm British Summertime. The Sunday after that we're also on at 8pm British Summertime. And I think after that. Or is it GM? We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll We'll make it happen. I think it's. I think it's GMT for week after, but we'll have all that information compacted for <laughs> for next week. Uh, Swardine has just joined in, saying, "How have I missed the whole show?" Well, we still we start at eight, and it's now nine, so you have. Uh, however, luckily you can rewind it, you can watch it uh, whenever you want. So make sure to go back to the start, watch the show, uh, or listen depending on what you're doing and if you have any comments leave them in the comments and i will most likely reply thank you for joining us we will see you next week 8 p.m live hopefully with a guest um it's it's i've just been so busy these last few weeks i haven't been able to uh wrangle people as such unfortunately however we will see you next sunday bye